really excited. I'm a little bit nervous just because I think we can do some pretty big things. Um, but I like to curb, you know, put those expectations on the back burner and just hopefully show up and compete um, and then be excited after the fact. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, well, you had a really exciting uh, winter turned into spring in 2021, starting on the women's side with Hannah Williams qualifying for the uh, 400 final at the NCAA uh, championships, finished eighth in that race. That was uh, super exciting. Of course, you had uh, Jordan Gar, a national qualifier in shot put, finishing in the top 10 uh, for uh, the men's. But let's start with the women's team. You also have Madison Nash on the heels of a terrific cross-country season for you. Um, you know, just to have some, some of that experience back and some of these top performers back along with some some newcomers uh, I guess what's the outlook uh, for the women this winter I think women can do pretty well I think it's probably the best women's team we've ever had um, obviously we're only five years in so but it's it's exciting because we have someone or multiple people that can compete in all facets you know jumps uh, hurdles sprints long sprints middle distance distance throws um, so that part's really 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 exciting I think you know some people put in some big falls um the culture's really changed, so it's been easier. It's, you know, we're not, it's more student-led. They're just showing up ready to work. So that's been refreshing. Um, so it has me pretty excited about what we're going to do. Absolutely. Speaking with uh, Missouri Western uh, track and field indoor coach Cody Ingold as the Griffins get ready to uh, start uh, their uh, fifth season of competition uh, for indoor track and field. Talking about uh, Jordan Gar finishing ninth at the NCAA Indoor National Championships, uh, setting some records along the way, uh, some program records, and uh, of course his sister McKenzie doing similar things at the high school level at St. Joseph Central. Uh, I guess for him, he's become something of a local legend around here. Uh, just for him to be able to embark on another season and chase history again, uh, how excited is he? Oh, he's pumped. You know, he, I think said last week he's not going to throw this first meet, but. Right. Um, his numbers are huge in the weight room. He's done some, you know, they've changed some weight things up uh, training-wise, and I think that whole men's, uh, there's only three of them, but three, those, all three of those guys are going to do some pretty big things this indoor and outdoor season. So Jordan's just pumped, and, you know, we actually may sneak a six-year in with him nice. next year. So this isn't going to be as, hopefully, not his final, his final thing, but he's pumped as if he's going to treat it as if it is. Um, but he looks, he looks really, really good. Yeah, last year his junior season became the program's first ever individual champion at the uh, MIAA championships, which were in Topeka, where he won that uh, shot put title. And uh, the women also recording their uh, best finish in history at uh, MIAA's uh, last year. We talked about this a little bit last week, too, is uh, a nice thing going into this season as opposed to last be able to have a few more spectators, a little bit more of an atmosphere in indoor track and field. That's, you know, it's tough, you know, when you watch sports last year, whether it be football or basketball, it's like, man, it's maybe a little easier to create more energy there. But for indoor track and field with zero spectators, a little difficult to create energy. So it'll probably help to have some folks back in there watching and cheering you guys on. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I I just actually text coach to make sure they're asked if there's any mass mandates or anything. He says currently there's not. Obviously, we have four days left in the week for that to change. Um, but he, you know, I, track is, indoor track. It's just a tight. You're in a smaller building. There's hundreds, you know, five to five hundred to a thousand kids, and then you know, parents on top of that just screaming. And it's without that, it's just it's very dead. It's just like a glorified practice. So I think I think times and all that are going to take off this year because a lot of people are really hungry to get back competing in somewhat normal capacity and have fans there. It's going to be. It's going to be game-changing. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing people forget about track meets is that if you go to one, whether it's indoor or outdoor, it's like you have 
event after event after event, especially in running, where the fans, you know, different fans from different areas, you know, there's almost constant cheering, constant energy. You don't maybe think about how much that really drives the atmosphere of that event, like at State Track. It's like there was no crowd. That, that wouldn't be as much fun. So, yeah, that's uh, that's got to be uh, awesome. Um, asking about the uh, – want to ask you about the, boy, uh, the men's team. Um, you know, men's cross country this year, you had your biggest roster in history, a lot of newcomers. Are you, are you seeing that kind of carry over with this year's indoor track and field? Are you seeing maybe a, a bigger roster as you enter this fifth year? Uh, yeah, I hope it trans- or cross translates better on the track side. Um, I think we got some good pieces. It's just our conference is wicked tough. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see this weekend what we look like, how we can stack up. You know, we've never had anybody make a fast heat of a final um, at MIAAs, and I think we can put some people in there that can actually rub some elbows with those, some of those guys and actually score. So, um just you know, matter of showing up and doing it. Uh, looks like we've had some really good last couple of weeks of training. Coming off cross, we kind of just hammered through. Um, just kind of don't want to lose that momentum because we're in really good shape. So uh, we looked, we've looked really good. So we just gotta, we gotta show up. Yeah, five seniors on your uh, boy on your men's roster this year as well. So that's uh, super exciting. Let's talk about this Mel Church McClassic. Uh, no, it's an event that had been going on for years prior. Didn't happen last year. Uh, just to be able to have a competition about a month plus before you know the January February schedule, uh, how nice is it to have that back? And how many uh, teams are you going to compete against? I don't know teams wise. We were looking at it on the way here. There's it's a lot of teams from the area, a lot of and you know within an hour or two. Sure. So NAI's, uh, I'm an, ugh, excuse me, NAI's in Kansas City area. Um, you know, Jewel was there. Truman, Indian Hills comes down. Um, so it's. There's, it's really, it's pretty competitive. Lincoln was there a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So it can be a pretty competitive meet. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know exactly numbers wise what it will look like yet. Yeah. I'm just hoping it'll be bigger just because people are excited to Absolutely. actually have this opportunity. Yeah. And uh, if folks want to make their way down there, what, what time does uh, stuff get underway? On start, everything starts at noon. So, which is rare. I think throws and jumps usually start a little bit earlier, but we're going everything at noon. They added a couple events that don't usually happen. Um, just kind of. I think give other kids opportunities that usually wouldn't and not clog up some of the big time events. So there'll be some events there like the 300, which isn't a contested event. Mm-hmm. We run 600 yard, but we're going to run 600 meter at this meet. They have the 1K, which no one, uh, NAI and JUCO do, but uh, not D2, D1, D3. So um, some different events give kids op- give more kids opportunities, which will be nice. Certainly. Well, just like your, your cross country team, lots of uh, local kids on both rosters. I think that'll, you know, the fact that it's only 40 minutes up the road in Maryville, Hopefully get some uh, competitors, or not some, uh, you have your competitors there, but hopefully some spectators, some supporters, and then folks traveling from out of state. Uh, probably some uh, parents, I would imagine, anxious to watch them after not getting to watch last year. After having to watch so many streams and things last year, it would probably be nice to get that experience for the parents and stuff again. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've already gotten four or five texts and a couple of emails nice. asking if they can come, and um, so far they can, so I think they're pretty excited. I think we'll have a nice little cheering section, which will be sweet. Yep, well, that's the Mel Church McClassic going on Saturday the 4th up at the uh, Northwest Missouri State Campus. Everything getting underway at noon, so uh, gives you plenty of time to uh, get down there and uh, see the Griffin 2021-22 uh, men's and women's indoor track and field team in action for the first time as they embark on their fifth season of competition, and that is their head coach, uh, Cody Ingold. Coach, good to see you as always, and good luck on Saturday. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. There's Cody Ingold, head coach of 
uh, indoor track and field for the Missouri Western men and women. Looking to build off of some really good performances, uh, particularly Jordan Gar from the men's and then Hannah Williams from the women's, both national uh, qualifiers. Uh, Jordan qualifying for shot put in the spring season in March and then Hannah Williams finishing uh, eighth in that 400-meter uh, race in the uh, the spring and summer uh, outdoor track and field season. So lots of uh, promising talent on both sides there. 